When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So linebacker Simone Lawrence was among three players fined for a high hit on Saskatchewan quarterback Cody Fajardo. I don't think there's anybody on God's green earth that didn't think he was going to get fined. Dave Naylor, he tweeted that Simone had been fined, and Simone replied and said, oh, news to me, how much is it? Should they notify oh, the players no. before they send out the news release? Maybe Simone's having fun with it. Maybe he's not. I'm not sure, but uh, he'll pay the ticket. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is flying by. It's hour two of the RP show, everybody. And thanks for joining us on this Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech, your industry leader in combustion services. Boy, Jeff Reinbold is a beauty. I've known him a real long time. He's such a great guy. And uh, John Ohm, where is my bell? John Ohm, watching in Winnipeg, says, We need Jeff Reinbold on every Friday during football season. Make it happen, RP show. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Ryan in Toronto watching on YouTube. It's always a great segment when Jeff Reinbold is on. And I think we give a very good preview to week two in the CFL. And we're going to continue that as we bring the moose back in from the heartbeat of the CFL, the heartland, and also the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I didn't realize, Moose, you see me sitting down here trying to stay highly hydrated, very warm. I see a heat wave coming to your part of the world this weekend. What's the deal? Yeah, just for Saturday, it's going to get up into the mid-30s, so it's going to get really warm really, really quickly. It's already starting to turn a little bit. Um, It's becoming quite a nice... You know the summers here are always really nice and pleasant, so um, I think it's coming. Yeah, beauty. Arlen Bruce, staying with us. AB3, I love it. Which, incidentally, Arlen, representing an establishment in Edmonton that would like us to come and do the RP show live this summer. He came to me. I'm putting him on to the people that deal with that kind of thing. I'm just the connector in the world. But AB3 writes in and says, Hey, Rod and Moose, if they want to drag their feet on getting a 10th team in Halifax, let's get a team in Banff. The Banff Mountaineers. Why not three teams in Alberta? Imagine more jobs and exposure. 10 teams. Um... And Jeff, the Stamps fan, chimes in. Jeff Reinbold is great. I feel bad for heckling him at the 1995 Northern Final. Don't worry. Jeff's heard it all. He's good. But back to the Halifax thing, I got to be honest. We have our contacts, Moose, that are talking about an indoor football league in the prairies in Canada. And we got the Schooners thing. And I know those people. I see them watching my story. They're around. I see that they're watching my social media stories on Instagram and Facebook, but there's no team. There's no indoor league. And I don't know what it is. 
people seem to want to just sit around and since we're on Facebook, I'll say it, uh, not television, and yank their dick and talk about things that aren't happening. How long are we going to talk about stuff that's not happening? I am over the schooners deal until they have a news conference to say, we have a team, we're going to start playing next year. Here's our GM, here's our coach. And when the league has a news conference and says, here's the date of the expansion draft. Talk about the Banff Mountaineers. I'm sorry, but I'm very passionate about this. I'm tired, as the players have said to me. Remember the great Nate Davis? Remember Nate? I'm tired of people pissing on my head and saying it's raining. I'm over it. And if people want to sit and talk about the schooners, talk about it somewhere else. Like, my God, are you not tired of it? Yes. I mean, if, you're, if, if, if you want it to happen, you got to continue to push for it and talk about it. I get it. Like, you know, and I always say, if you believe in something enough, then there is no expiration date on the patience you need to wait for it to happen, right? But when it comes to, you know, getting excited about it and from a media standpoint and everything else, They've told us it's coming, and it hasn't. And they've told us it's coming, and it hasn't. And they told us it's coming, and it hasn't. And so it just becomes, we don't want to waste our time with it because it's probably not coming anytime soon. I can't, I, 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 like I'm not exaggerating when I say it comes up every single day in my life. Whether it's on this show or I see it in the media, I see it on social media, and I'm like, I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Sorry if you hear the buzzer. My laundry's done. Like, get with it. As my dad said, some people are talkers and some people are doers. And to be honest with you, uh, I think when you get a talker and a doer, then you really got something. <laughs> the world needs both. That's but the with, secret. You know, but, with, but without each... Um, Tank and Estevan writes in, says that schooner ship has sailed, Roddy. Well, I think it has. I mean, can we at least get real about it? Um, you know, I was telling a story today. It was I had coffee with Brian Dodge, and I apologize to, do, to those that I wasn't in my usual 12-step meeting today because it was my last day here, and me and Mayor Dodge wanted to go for coffee. Uh, but we were talking about well, coyote stories in Arizona, and those are the same guys, right, that own the Arizona Coyotes that want to have the Schooners team. Well, one of them bailed. <laughs> Anthony LeBlanc literally jumped ship, and he's now with the Ottawa Senators. Like, yeah. does, the, does the public know this? Do they need to know? Why are we talking about it? Um, Wayne in BC says, it would be great to have a 10th team in the CFL. I agree with you, Rod. Time to show up or shut up about it. It's, uh, I am going to move on. Because it's just it's wasting everybody's time. But I have told you this many times. Is big? Well, he's not even a big shot, falutin business guy. He thinks that he is. His boss is. So he's like, Rod, we're going to do this and this and this. And I said, you know what? Why don't you and him and me get in a freaking boat and sail around the world together? How about that? Because there's about just as much chance of that happening as what you're doing right now, blowing sunshine up my ass. So shove it. Never heard from him again, instant, interestingly enough, <laughs> but I don't miss him. So anyways, 
Like, just can we get real about this stuff? Like, what are we doing here? So, anyways, our poll question: Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Woosa, woosa. What is the biggest storyline in Week Two in the Canadian Football League season? Number one, the Gary Stern guarantee. The Alouettes owner who said he's gonna they're gonna go in and kill the Argos. Didn't happen. Number two, the Hall of Fame game in Hamilton between the Ticats and Stamps. Or number three, Jones versus Fajardo Saturday night or other. And by the way, running away with it as Moose predicted, it's Jones versus Fajardo on uh, Saturday night. And Darren, I want to talk about that Hall of Fame game for a second. But I promised earlier a bit of a hockey update that I never got to. Uh, Maisie texted me this morning and said, what do you know about Trotsy? Um, what do you know about Trotsy turning down seven mil a year from Winnipeg? And by the way, I can't take credit for it. It was Serena that said, maybe he just doesn't want to go to Philly. It's not about the money. It was, I guess somebody reported that Trotsy turned down seven mil a year to go to Philly. And I, I think this Jets... Brought things happening. I told you the other day that if I asked his agent, who's a close friend of mine, he would tell me to go piss up a rope. But I asked him anyways, and he hasn't responded to me, which is basically telling me to go piss up a rope, which I deserve. I don't even like being nosy, but all of Canada's talking about it. So what is your take on Trotsy, if it's true, turning down seven mil a year in Philly? Yeah, he wants to go to the right situation. And if that, you know, if he would, I'm sure, analyze all the rosters, all the management groups, that's what you do when you're going to go take on a new opportunity, right? You got to look at all the things that are happening. The city I'm going to live in, the arena I'm going to go to work in, the people I'm going to work for, the people I'm going to work with, and the players I'm going to coach. And you make the best decision. And, you know, if he turned it down, then it probably wasn't the best decision for Trotz. So, that leaves Winnipeg as, you know, far and away the betting favorite now to land them. And I, and I think that should be exciting for people in Winnipeg. But it's not done yet until we hear an announcement. Yeah. Lou really dropped a stink bomb here the other day, Peter Labardius, and said, hey, there's a rumor out there that Trotsky may want to take a year off or two. I mean, money is not a concern for him. I don't even know if that's true. I don't think. Although Trotz was the captain of the Pats, I don't think I've ever met him. I've been around him, but I don't think I've ever had a talk. Basically, what I'm saying is we're not friends. We're not close friends. So I don't know what he's going to do. It looks like he's going to Winnipeg. He does have the pick of the litter. The one sense that I got a month or two ago from his agent is that Barry would have his pick of the litter of jobs. And I think that's true. But those jobs are filling up now that's my point so it's either he's going to dallas or winnipeg i think those are the only two that are left open and i think winnipeg's a better team although dallas did make the playoffs this year in the western conference so trotsy's gonna be just fine um back to the viewers here it's still plenty of time left in this segment from bw watching at edmonton says arlen bruce Put a CFL team in Lesser Slave, Na- uh, Slave Lake. Call them the Slave Lake Moose. <laughs> Says then have them playing in half Fort McMurray, half Grand Prairie. I don't know. It's Northern Alberta humor. I, I don't understand it. Um, from Nelson, our VP of Sim Events. He says, I know national TV pays the bills, but an RP after dark segment with these rants would be great content. I can tell you this. 
I've never heard one word from Game Plus about anything that I've said cross. Not a thing. Nothing. Zero. Now, you're a bit of a buffer zone. You're the buffer. It's not like I'm in these meetings. But have they ever said, right. we need Rod to tone it down? Which, incidentally, it's no. 111 Eastern. So for those that pay attention to those things, it's time to heal. Yeah. But we're definitely on the right track. I've never heard anything from Game Plus about anything I've ever said. Which, incidentally, I never heard anything from Jim Hobson either, by the way, the president of the Rough Riders, about anything that I said. Because I get asked about it all the time. And I say, what would, what would Hoppy have to be mad about? The stadium was full every game, and we were in the Grey Cup every year. What would he possibly be mad about? So, yeah. Where was I? Where are you? You, had, you wanted to say something about or where? I, oh, Game Plus. Have they ever said anything to you about me? <laughs> no. No, they haven't. You know, and I wonder. I'm, I sit there and be like, okay, like, you know, they're just, you guys keep crushing the ratings, we'll be okay. If you guys keep crushing the ratings, they won't have any problems. Oh, and that was that, the Hobson the sense thing. I get. Yeah. That was the Hoppy thing. You just do this <laughs> until we have a major catastrophe and we'll be fine. Hoppy yeah. leaves and I'm called on the carpet like twice a week. What? what, what? And as I said uh, to a guy this morning, it's very hard to move on with your life when these things come up every day. But in South Florida, it's a lot easier. It doesn't come up as much. Um... Andrew Stout watching in the chat says, it makes sense to me when you're looking for a new job, you look into the company culture, their missions and values, so why not pick what team you feel is going in the direction you want to go in? I'm not always right, but I will be staying at a Holiday Inn Express tonight, so I'm, not, I'm no dummy. What I think's happening with the Winnipeg Jets, and the little bits and pieces that I've pulled together, is that they kind of have an agreement, but I don't think they have the terms ironed out yet on the trots deal you and i've been around the jet they're a great outfit they're basically family owned from good people is the sense that we get barry trots again never met him here nothing but great things it seems like a real fit so i think what i understand is they've been hot and heavy on negotiations all week they're going to take the weekend to (sighs) take a breath and then resume contract talks next week but i think they have a deal you know uh, Terry Livermore, watching on YouTube, says, don't ever tone it down, Rod. Hey, listen, I ain't going to tone it down, not at this stage of the game. And I will say this, by the way, I was on the Hedge podcast with Andrew Walker. It's dropping, I think it's dropped right now. We did the interview that? yesterday. And I, yeah, I don't know if you saw the, his promo tweet of it, but he said, from the king of the CFL to a podcast trailblazer. Rod Peterson joins us this week, and I'm like, I don't think that I was either of those. I would have never have said I was the king of the CFL. Certainly a lot of people would have argued that. And I, I just don't feel like I'm a trailblazer in the podcast industry, but I guess if I, if I thought that I was and I was out telling people that, that would probably be a bigger problem. Um, Bob Zeronko. Who is it? Uh, John in Winnipeg says, you need a sponsor on that cup, Rod. Oh, I think I have it. Checkers. Checkers. You would love Uh, checkers, Moose. There's so many things. Um, Wayne and Victoria says, I have zero problem with anything that Rod says on this show or anywhere else. 
Well, it's a good thing we have you, Wayne. Moose, I know that I make this place look like a dreamland, because it is. Where's the first thing you'd like to go when you come to South Florida? You tell me. Brooklyn Water Bagel. That's number one. Come on! That's where we'll go for coffee. That's the most notable. Scott. You know, it's going to be, it's going to disappoint me. It is because you've built it up or just, just when you say it, it makes me think of this. Like, I'm just, I'm picturing like this New York style, like, like combining the downtown New York high rise suit style with the beach. And so I'm picturing very like casual, good conversation, but a little bit upscale. It's probably it's not. In no but, way. I mean, anyways, it's in no way just a dream. But I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was think I was there this morning. Uh, yeah. So yeah, chatting with Scott, the manager. Sabrina's off, but it's been great. And uh, okay, Brooklyn Water Bagel. Greatest chocolate chip muffins I've ever had in my life. And free refills on the coffee. Free refills on the coffee. At okay. Brooklyn Water Bagel, you want to know why we go there all the time? <laughs> and the show but doesn't start till noon th- down there. I thought maybe you'd want to go to the Florida Keys, maybe, or South Beach and go <laughs> see Bob. But no, he wants to go to a coffee shop. Nelson says, you got some extra schutzpah when you know you're not on Game Plus TV. I feel like if I said all these same things on Game Plus TV, they would have no problem with it. As a matter of fact, they'd probably encourage it. But anyways, I think so. when we come back, we'll delve back into the, um, the football stuff when we come back on this Football Friday. I'll just, it just popped into my mind. Remember when Rich Sutter was in the bunker? Uh, Memorial Cup, uh, when it was in Regina. We, was it Memorial Cup? Whenever Richie was in. Maybe it was when he was there to watch hockey in the bubble. But he was in the bunker, and he stood up in a break like this, and he goes, this is the greatest thing. Okay, so you can say whatever the hell you want. You should say more of whatever you want. And I'm like, Rich, how could I? How could I say more of what I want? It's the dream scenario right now. Anyways, we'll be back. You are watching the RP Show on YouTube Live only today and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Final day in South Florida for a while. Thanks for joining us on this Football Friday. Before we bring the moose back in... Uh, a sports update on this Friday. Second round action at the U.S. Open he is underway in Brookline, Massachusetts. Uh, Massachusetts. Adam Hadwin of Abbotsford, B.C. was the leader after the first round of the golf major after shooting a four under 66. The Ottawa Red Blacks host the Winnipeg Blue Bombers tonight in week two of the CFL season. It's a rematch of last week's showdown in the Manitoba capital, which the Bombers won 1917. The Toronto Blue Jays start a three-game series with the major league-leading New York Yankees tonight at Rogers Center. The Yankees have won 14 of their last 15 games. They lead second-place Toronto by 10 in the American League East standings. Uh, Jays and Orioles split four at Rogers Center this week. And practice sessions go today at the Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal. 
Formula One is back in Quebec for the first time in three years due to COVID-19 restrictions. Max Verstappen enters the race as the F1 points leader, and I feel like he is the Connor McDavid of Formula One. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, if we can bring the moose in now, thank you, Moose, for being patient. I somewhere had last night's um, CEBL results. I don't know where I put them. It's like that old joke. I finally got my shit together, and I forgot where I put it. Oh, so, no. I know N- Newfoundland lost the expansion team, and they're like 0-7, but that's what expansion teams do. So that's not a big deal. But tonight, it's the Edmonton Stingers at the Saskatchewan Rattlers, and we should talk about that because half of our staff, or at least a good portion of our staff, is working the game. Interesting one tonight, Rattlers-Stingers. That'd be fun. You know, Stingers are a, a good team. I mean, obviously, they've, they've won. Um, and so that'll be fun. Um, and Saskatchewan, too. They had a great atmosphere earlier in the week on, on Wednesday night. See if they can get a good crowd again tonight. Uh, by the way, it's interesting. I know that you won't be there tonight, but you'd popped in there the other night. And isn't it nice to be able to just drop in like little sprinkles of Jesus, like Fajardo says, just drop in on these games, stay for as long as we want and leave. You know, it's, you know, back on that Hamilton, uh, or sorry, CFL rant from earlier, the Halifax rant. Jeff, the Stamps fan, asked the other day, or I think it was just yesterday, if I would ever cons- consider a return to the CFL, and I, obviously he meant in a full-time role, because we're working in the CFL now with the coverage that we do, and it's perfect. I've had CFL people say, your show is a tremendous asset to the Canadian Football League, and we know that. We all know that. And smart people in the yeah. CFL know that. And when I left the Rough Riders, I was hard after that Schooners thing. That's, maybe that's why it triggers me so much, because it's like it's been three and a half years. What WTF? is kind of my point on that. But I didn't know how to live aside from the CFL. I had I'd lived that way for my, almost my whole adult life. Now I've learned to live another way, and I don't want to go back. There. From Don, our Navy friend, he says, Great show today, guys. I'm in Ottawa and will be attending the game tonight. Cannot wait. TD Place is my second favorite stadium in the CFL. We know to, to which stadium he's referring as the first. That's Saskatchewan. But it's quite often said the best three atmospheres of the CFL are Sask, Winnipeg, and Ottawa. Just throw them in the air and wherever they land, it's, you know. Is there a place in the CFL you haven't been, Moose, that you'd like to be? Oh, yeah, lots. Um, never been to Hamilton. I've never really watched a game in the East. Haven't. So I haven't been out there to, to watch any games. So, I've, I mean, you and I have been to the empty Montreal Stadium, but I've never been to watch a game in Montreal at BMO at, um, in Ottawa or in Hamilton. So those would all be spots I'd want to go for sure. We got to get on that. Let's get our travel partner on it. Um, yeah. And Montreal probably the top from, of the list. Is that right, eh? Well, it's, yeah. it's good. Make some noise. I have shivers. Like it. I believe it caused me trauma uh, calling games in there with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because they used to wail the tar out of us. You know, it's, that, it's like that old hockey joke 
um, when the bus pulled up to the stadium, they turned the engine off and the bus was still shaking. You know, going into Montreal, it wasn't if you were going to lose, it was by how bad. That yeah. was Anthony Calvillo, Scott Flory, S.J. Green and company, maybe a little before that, but for sure Calvillo. Dougal Cameron brought up something that I would like to discuss here. Two th- well, two things. One, Dougal texts in on the 902 line, and he says, I remember phoning into a talk show as a 10-year-old in the 60s, asking why there isn't a CFL team in the Maritimes. Still waiting. <laughs> I'm 64. <laughs> that from Duke. I often go back to the 80s, right? I'm like, we've been waiting 35 years. This dude is saying he's been waiting 60 years. Okay, yeah. like an, an uncle. It's the biggest joke. But enough of that. We've talked about it. I was thinking about this because I was listening to Dan Patrick, as I told you. And by the way, today's daily sports radio update from South Florida. You know what they were talking about there? <clears throat> um, the NFL, Jim. Today. The NFL. It's June. Yeah. But Dan Patrick's taking call. Let's go to Darren in Arizona. He's like, hey, Dan, 6-2-200. Ding. I'm like, I missed that. I forgot. I, know, that. I do too. You want to hit the, you people want to hit the bell back there? It's Rod in Florida, 6-3-205. They've fallen asleep in the control room. Um, yeah, hello, you people. Hello, anybody? Are we just talking to ourselves here? Thank there you. There it is. How about that? Moose should... (laughs) This morning, Chris from South Florida asked if you, Moose, were the guy voicing. How about that? He asked if that was you. How about that? (laughs) It's not. Your voice is deep. I could do it. Not that deep. I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was... But I was thinking, Dan Patrick is taking phone calls all these years later. Do you think we should open up the phone lines? I've always thought it'd be a what tremendous think? idea. I think oh, it'd be cool. Oh, no. I think it'd be super cool. <laughs> the boys in the back are awake now, and they agree with me. I think the reason I was so dead set, and you understand, when I came yeah. out of my last job, I was literally in a state of trauma and PTSD. That's a fact. Yeah. Go look up the therapist notes. That's a fact. Traumatized from my last job. But, so when you said the idea of taking phone calls, what did I say, Moose? Tell the world. I don't remember the words, so you're going to have to pull it up. But basically, the word, it wasn't even out of my mouth, and it was uh, absolutely not. Not happening. (laughs) NFW. NFW. No effing way. But you want to do it now? Well, we could. I mean, it's always an option for sure. Um, we know, you know that the phone lines would light up. I mean, your old show, they lit up. I think they'd light up here a lot more. Um, so there would, there would be that. But the, the only issue I have is I don't know where we'd fit them in, where we'd fit the phone calls into the show. You know, we never have enough time uh, to talk about what we need to dude, as it is. Leave that 
Leave that to me. Leave. Yeah. I, I'll figure that one out. Jeff in Winnipeg watching writes in. He says, they're screaming in the earpiece, for the love of God, no! Bingo! No calls. I have, yeah, they're laughing in my ear here. Terry Livermore on YouTube says, ditto, gents, good prairie boys. I assume he's referring to us, Moose. Um, from Andrew Stout, he says, fair de bruit, make some noise. That's French for make some noise. Fair de bruit. Um, I think these people that are new that are watching our show from across the country would have really enjoyed my last show because I remember, I, I didn't even know you. And you said that you used to listen to that radio show on CKRM, the one which I named the Sports Cage, which was named after a chain of sports bars in Quebec called the Cajo Sport, where I used to get snookered from time to time. And I would take these calls, but I remember (laughs) I would lose it. It was a lot like Howard Stern, but I didn't know it at the time because I wasn't listening to Howard Stern. But I'm like, five people? Five GD people's all it's got to come. We've got 100,000 people listening, but only five people want to call in and talk about this football team? Because it was always the same people. Leanne. Eldon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jim. Absolutely. <laughs> um, GT Smith watching on YouTube. Maybe take calls for twice a week, like on Monday and Friday. What would we talk about? I mean, listen, that's another thing. When I came out of that last job, I only knew one team and one sport, the CFL. I was afraid to take calls in this show. (gasps) What if they asked me about the NHL? (gasps) What if they asked me about Golden State and Boston? I don't care now. But that was a big reason why I didn't want to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Did you know that? No, for sure. No, I didn't, but it makes a lot of sense. You know, when you're so ensconced in one team and you don't know that they're going to want to call in and talk about something else and you have no idea what happened in whatever they want to talk about, right? That could easily happen. It's probably the, probably the biggest reason why I don't want to take calls or didn't want to take calls was that. But now nothing scares me. I think we could do it. Um, William May in Lloyd Minster says, three-hour show. And I say, you want to pay me for three hours, then I'll do three hours. Until then, zip it. Wayne and Victoria says, I love the texting, the way the texting in is working. But it was fun phoning into your old radio show, Rod. Yeah, because I lose my mind. Uh, Ryan in New York, he says, Lacajo Sport, I hear their wings are straight fire, as the kids say. <laughs> I thought that was just a South Florida thing, but maybe not. From the tank in Estevan. Boy, we're rolling now, Moose. From the tank, Tank Abbott says, don't fix or add to the show if it ain't broke. What if we did a third hour on just call? That's, How about that? That would be cool. Um, I feel like we need to uh, break. We uh, I can't sit and read the same comments from the same guys, but the thing is, when they're so funny, I got it. One more from John Ohm. Ohm. He says, the ship of the expansion schooners, it slid off my uh, thing, has sailed. 
The schooner ship has sailed, kind of like the Titanic. It's left the dog. Moose, we'll see it's you uh, in overtime, okay? Yeah, yeah it's see uh, then. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to talk about the Argos big win when we come back in week two. You're watching a Football Friday on YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is a football Friday. We're talking CFL today and week two opened last night. McLeod Bethel Thompson hit newcomer Brandon Banks with a second half touchdown as the Argos held on for a season opening 2019 victory over Montreal to BMO. But the big story, of course, is Montreal had a chance to uh, win it. But kicker David Cote missed a 21-yard field goal with 11 seconds to go that went for a single. Argos win on what looked like a very fun night. I watched it on ESPN2 and Checked in with a portion of it online as well with Mike Hogan, the radio voice of the Argos, who joins us. The 1-0 Toronto Argos. Hoagie, is it a disservice to say the Argos lost the game on a missed field goal? Is that is that disrespectful to the Argos? You can frame it any way you want. I mean, that's, that's fine. Um, <laughs> did the Argos dodge a major bullet? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's no question about that. It seems to be something in the air there. That's the third time in the last two years, and we're only one game into that second year, that the Argos have uh, basically escaped because the Ticats a year ago hit the upright on an extra point that gave the Argos a win, and then BC missed, I think, three in the last uh, quarter, including having one blocked uh, that gave the Argos another one against BC. So at least sent them to overtime where they won the game. But yeah, you could frame it like that if you want. Uh, Both teams will come into that and look at video and go, hmm. Uh, there's a lot to clean up here, and the Argos would rather win ugly than lose pretty, put it that way. Well, we can address this later if we have time, because there are viewers that have written in and said the Argos are fluky, and I'm like, I'm not a believer in luck. I say the harder you work, the luckier you get, and I think that's kind of the Dinwiddie thing. But I, overall, it just looked like a real fun night at BMO last night. Did I read that correctly? The fans were loud from the get-go. You know, it's uh, it's been the constant complaint about Toronto, and I certainly don't want to go there. But while we need to increase the size of our fan base, the fans we have are awesome. Uh, they're really loud, and that building with the overhang holds the noise exceptionally well. So they were there to party. I mean, it's been a long off-season. Everybody waits for that home opener, and Argo fans went out last night. It was really humid, uh, but uh, really nice to sit with a little breeze off the lake sit back, have a cold beverage, and uh, enjoy uh, a football game that had a lot of big plays, just could have used some more, went right down to the wire, and I guess that's what you want. Home team wins a close game. Woohoo! Yeah, well, I think overall, like I say, it was just entertaining, and that's what we want, I think, as CFL backers. I mean, hey, you had a couple player ejections. How did you feel about that little sequence as it was unfolding in front of you? I didn't see it live. The play happened. It was over. And I turned to my, you know, this is a play-by-play guy. You keep a lot of info taped up on the wall next to you. And I had turned over to look at, for a number. And Natalia J, my uh, color commentator, went, whoa! And I'm going, okay, what did I just miss? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did I miss? And he said, 
he just stopped on him. There's going to be an ejection. Uh, I saw the replay. Didn't really get a great angle of it. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Alouette players stomped on our offensive lineman, and Dejan looked like he tried to twist his knee on the way out, and both got the hoof for that. I don't know if there'll be fines involved as well, but, you know, boys will be boys. As I said on the broadcast, it looks like an Argo Ticat game has broken out. Yeah, well, hey, by the way, uh, I'm here for the Montreal-Toronto rivalry, too, if there is one in, in any sport, tiddlywinks, NHL, CFL, whatever, uh, CEBL. But how much talk was there of Gary Stern's guarantee, I'm calling it, the Alouette's owner saying they're going to kill the Argos? Um, didn't work. Uh, what did you think about it? What did you hear? I, I was good. I think it's great. I'll be honest. I, you know, the more people we have talking about the league and becoming personalities in the league, I think is great. Um, and the fact that he put himself out there, knowing full well that uh, – if they lost, and they did, our social media team was going to have some fun with it, and they did. Um, but that's great. He's confident in his team. He said something. Um, you're a big fan of Chris Jones. A lot of people hate Chris Jones. I love Chris Jones. I think he's great for the league because if you watch, I've used this analogy before, I'll use it again. If you watch a good movie where there's a good guy and a bad guy, if it's a good, bad guy in terms of he's captivating, you really like to not like him. The movie's better. And if if there are people out there who hate Jones, that's great because it adds an element to your team playing his team. Uh, here in Toronto, you know, Simone Lawrence paints himself as a pretty good villain. He, he did that uh, for Ryder fans last week with a hit on Fajardo. It adds to the game. Um, I'd love to see more personalities, more people that fans can relate to. And if that means it's going to be the owner in Montreal's case, so be it. They've got some great players. Uh, I know... Hockey, for me, when I was doing the talk show circuit for a quarter century, became increasingly boring because the players never said anything, ever. It was like they sucked the personality out. We've got great personalities willing to tell their stories. Um, you know, bring it on. I'm, that's one thing I'm endeavoring to do this year, and, and we are at Argonauts.ca with the social team. But, um, you know, I think the more personality in the league, the better. And if uh, the owner wants to say what he did, let him. But in terms of in, in the locker room, uh, nobody even knew about it, to be honest. I'll, I'll be honest with that. I, we, after it happened, we had uh, a media availability, and I knew that that would come up. So I asked two of our players who were being interviewed, did you hear the comments? And they went, no, what did he say? So honestly, they really didn't know the comments the day after. I, I believe it. But, uh, you know, just with Jones, I asked the he said when he coached the Argos, and you would have been doing the radio, I think, he goes, I lived on a boat. I said, you lived on a boat? Where'd you get your mail? And he looked at me, crazy. I didn't have mail. Went to Tennessee. I think most people that know, know Jones like him, and if they don't like him, they at least get a kick out of him. Right? You, I, you know, I obviously, like you Jones. know him pretty well. I like Jones because he can turn the word boat into a nine-syllable word. How about that? <laughs> right. a, oh, man, Hoagie, you're bringing it. Uh, Paul Jefferson watching on YouTube says, any news on why Andrew Harris left the game? Injury? Cramps? He tightened up a little bit. Uh, he had been nursing, I think it was a hamstring during training camp, so they took the foot off the accelerator with him, and he put the foot on the accelerator for the first three quarters last night. He, flew, he flirted with 100 yards on the ground. He had another 25 or so in the air. Uh, looked great, and he felt a little bit of tightness, and when you saw his effectiveness last night, 
the decision was made for him. No, if there's a little bit of tightness, we want this to be a one-quarter injury, not a six-week injury. So let's be safe. It's week one. He came out. Boy, did he look like Andrew Harris last night, though. Uh, He was dynamic, a hurdle. Uh, I think it was 87 yards unofficially. Uh, You know, with the fourth quarter lead, he most certainly would have hit 100 yards last night in his Argo debut. Um, Just watching him in camp, there's no doubt he's got a chip on his shoulder, wants to be great this year. And physically, aside from that little tweak, you know, he showed like he's Andrew Harris, uh, you know, circa, you know, 10 years ago as opposed to this year. So uh, I think he's going to be fine. But, yeah, it was precautionary. Uh, Coach Dinwiddie talked about it after the game. I didn't see Andrew after the game, but, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be fine. Oh, I hope he's fine for BC, but he'll certainly be fine for Winnipeg. Oh, how's that two weeks from now? Like Brandon it. Banks and the Argos. Brandon Banks and the Argos are one and zero. The Ty Cats are zero and one. What has Speedy B brought to your team? I assume you've spent some time chatting with him. We saw in the field he brings a lot. Is he the same Speedy B that we know? Yeah, and you know what? I, I'll admit this, and I've done so a couple of times. Uh, I'm, I've been wrong on him. When they signed him, I went, "Really? Like we saw him last year, and he didn't look like Speedy B." Um, and when you're a receiver, when you're or an athlete in any sport, and your best attribute, you know, if you're fa- if you're a guy who has 102 mile an hour fastball, and all of a sudden it's 97, uh, that can be a major difference. But this year he looks like Speedy B again. Um, I was dead wrong. Like he, he, he's the thing that Ryan Dinwiddie talked about was uh, you know not having worked with him before. He was amazed at how quickly he picked up the playbook. He said he's like the first guy who knew everything, and is a new guy. He was he was amazed. He said, "Okay, that's that's good." And you know, he's getting open. He was really developing some chemistry with uh, McLeod. But last night he was playing X, and he never played that before. Like he was playing the wide receiver to the short side to the boundary side from a standing start, and something he hadn't done before. But because of injuries, he ended up there. And last night had a touchdown. I mean, he 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 looked great, and uh, I think he's going to be a really solid addition. And uh, I hope I'm even more wrong about him than I was because he looks just like Speedy B from a couple of years ago. Well, congrats on uh, the start, Hoagie. Again, it looked like a very fun night. Hopefully it draws more people down there for the next one. What is next for the Argos? Yeah, we're in BC uh, next Saturday. So, you know, we're hoping they don't hang 58 or 59 or whatever they had. Uh, you know, I think all Canadians uh, love to see the start that Nathan Rourke had, but uh, we're just hoping he takes a little bit of a, uh, you know, a, a regression next week. Uh, but with that atmosphere, I can't wait to get out there because I hope BC uh, football is back in BC because the people who have been working at the grassroots level are beyond thrilled uh, that BC football was back big time for at least one night and hopefully for good. Hmm. Well, they are uh, off to a tremendous start. Hoagie, thanks for the time as always. Keep in touch, brother, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Anytime, my friend. You know that. The voice of the Toronto Argonauts, Mike Hogan. People talk about me being a podcast trailblazer. He was a sports talk trailblazer in this country. Fan 590, that's where I first uh, really fell in love with his style. We'll be back. One final segment for the week. It's a Taco Time viewer takeover right after this. You're watching on YouTube only today, normally on Game Plus TV, and also 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we are, everybody. It looks like it might just be you and me. I'm not sure the Moose knew that we were looking for him back for the rest of the show, but that's okay. I'm going to read from my email. Oh, we got it now. From my email inbox here in this viewer takeover, the Saskatchewan Rattlers. That's why I'm wearing their shirt. Look to get back to 500 when they host the Edmonton Stingers, who want to get back on the right track. Friday night, that's tonight, 7.30 p.m., Central, but it's actually Mountain, I believe, unless it's unless it's six thirty Mountain. Rattlers three and four, the Stingers four and three. You can watch the game on CEBL Plus or the CBC Gem app. And I have an email if uh, if we can bring the moose in here from the Florida Panther. They announced today that FLA Live Arena will host Saturday Sweat Juneteenth Week celebration. On Saturday, June 25th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. The event is free and open to the public. You're wondering, Moose, what that is. Saturday Sweat is a culturally relevant wellness experience focused on encouraging healthy lifestyles with a particular emphasis on creating minority inclusion, accessibility, and representation in the fitness space. Oh, here we go, Moose. Um, It's the fitness capital down here, by the way. It's yes. the fishing capital. It's the golf capital. It's the fitness capital. The capital of everything. You're going to have to get no in kidding. shape when you come down here, by the way. So when we got to go to Brooklyn Water Bagel, you're going to have to get in shape, yeah. by the way, and you're going to have to take your shirt off walking in there. Are you okay with that? All right. I'll work on it. Give me, uh, yeah, I'll get to work. It's hilarious. I was talking to Zani about it. And he's like, ah, he goes, I don't, I don't need South Florida. He goes, everybody's shiny down there, walking around looking shiny. Because everybody's got a sweat on. And he played for the Marlins. Think about that. Yeah. Anyways, to more Taco Time viewer takeover, by the way. Um, Taco Time, what do we need to tell you about Taco Time? Other than it's the greatest. How soon before we go to Taco Time, Moose? What day you want to go when I get back there? Yeah, probably like the second you get back. Yeah. Taco time, real food, real value, real flavor. And by the way, they're not tater tots, they're Mexi fries. And that's what the ad agency wants me to read. So I'm not going to fiddle with it because we've had some companies upset when I fiddle with their lines. But I just feel like I've never seen a tater tot and a Mexi fry in the same room before. I'm not sold that it's not the same thing. But Brady, you remember Brady? He writes it and says, what an yeah. entertaining game six last night. He's talking about the NBA finals. Where would the Splash Brothers be without a pool? <laughs> Clay, <laughs> Steph, Draymond, and Iggy now have four championships. And Curry is one more championship away from surpassing LeBron James. He says, I got the Lightning winning tomorrow. They will bounce back. Rough Riders also win big tomorrow. That from Brady. The floor is yours, Moose, in the two minutes we have left. Of all the sports going into this weekend, what's on your mind the most? You know what? Thanks, Brady, because it's basketball. And, you know, that's what I did last night. I watched the basketball game. That was my viewing choice, was to watch game six. I don't been watching throughout the playoffs, but I'm a big Steph Curry fan. I actually just finished a documentary of his. And 
I knew that there was a chance the trophy could get handed out, so I wanted to watch last night, and he put on a show. He finally won uh, finals MVP, which was the one thing missing from his resume. Wow. He was, and, and when, he, when he did it, um, the last minute, I mean, he couldn't help but get emotional, and the tears were starting to flow, and it was a really cool moment. Um, they were down early. They rolled in the middle, so um, big night for Steph Curry, and there's no questioning his legacy now. Well, how about that? I did not expect you to come yeah. out with that. <laughs> uh, well, the NBA game six didn't tip off until 9 p.m. Eastern. I mean, shoot, I was sitting there. You know, us golden girls go to bed real early uh, out here on the East Coast. So I was like, can we hurry up, CFL? Can we hurry up just to get to 7.30 Eastern, dude? And even as it was, I, I turned in and didn't see the end of that football game. John in Edmonton says, Victor Kui isn't happy. That's the president of the Edmonton Elks. With Ryan Rashog of TSN on Twitter for a post about Dwayne Mendruziak bringing him back should have stopped. Victor said on Twitter, that's 100% false and a misleading post. Ew, boy. Okay, we like the president's last minute of play, last minute of play in our one. We want the president's to be... Um, visible and have personality calling out the media do we want that I don't know if we want that exactly but he's trying to protect the brand I love that we're just going to drop this one just before the weekend (laughs) so it's perfect (laughs) I don't know sometimes I wonder if we talk about the owners and the presidents too much but the thing is they're the ones in charge and people are enjoying right. what we're doing. From BW, he says, great week of shows. Looking forward to shows from the Stampede City. Could Rod be seen in a chuck wagon? Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, we got to go. See you Monday, everybody. Oh, no, we got 15 minutes. Hang on. Jeff in Winnipeg, thank you for being a friend. He's written in, traveling down the road and back again. Okay, Moose. <laughs> Have a great Have a weekend. weekend. See you guys. Angering people is a gift of mine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.